This is Pastoring Out Loud, podcast for Bethlehem Baptist Church's South Campus in Lakeville, Minnesota. Are you interested in learning more about our church? Go to Bethlehem.Church forward slash south. Dave, I'm still on Hawaii. You're still in Minnesota at Nick's house with him walking in behind you. There he is. Yeah, right there. Say hi to the podcast, Nick. Hi, everyone. You don't have to put your face on the screen. It's just audio. Oh, yeah, it's just audio. You don't have to show your face. Uh, yeah. So, Dave, we're back with the second episode of the third season, if you want to call it a season. We're here to talk about the next 100 days at Bethlehem South Campus. But before we do, you said you have a random question for me. Yep. What's the strangest thing you've experienced in Hawaii? The strangest thing I've experienced. Like anything that's kind of like culture shock or just really, really different than here. Well, there was a particular instance where, well, really, really different from here, uh, from Minnesota. It's just the difference between cold climate and warm climate. Yep. uh, Culture. Like it it really is island time things. uh, My, I've actually been, uh, Chris Bruno has been keeping me busy. I've been meeting people and seeing things. Uh, while out here, ministry partners, other stuff like that. And uh, it feels like I, I've been here six days, I think, or five days. It feels like I've been here two weeks. Mm. Um, and then just everything is not precise. Like you say, let's meet and meeting is about that time. But if it's not about that time, it's not a big deal. People come and go uh, that much. Uh, I had an experience where I was out uh, at a restaurant and uh uh, for whatever reason, I had my wallet out just in my hand and somebody like walked up to me and just stared at my wallet <laughs> for a solid, probably 30 or 45 seconds before I like realized what they were doing. Like probably just, you know, from me, five feet away from me, something like that. And then I was like, Oh, I put my wallet away and they just like snapped out of some trance and started walking away. So uh, I'm, but that's probably not particular to Hawaii. That's just probably whatever. I think it was maybe just my wallet is fat, kind of like I am. Need to lose some weight in the wallet. Need to lose some weight in the belly. Something like that. Oh, you're ridiculous. Ridiculous? No, I'm just honest. Just honest. So, Dave, we're here to talk about the next 100 days at Bethlehem South Campus, which is uh, just exciting stuff coming up. And so when the next 100 days is like really stretching from now um, through until Thanksgiving, more or less. And man, there is a lot uh, coming up. Yep. So uh, let's let's just talk for a minute. Like it's August. Uh, I've got in the hopper emails for small group leaders. I've got on the hopper um, connecting people. I've got five families that I'm seeking to connect with with small groups, uh, hopefully here over the next week or so. Um, it's just some of the stuff that's initially on my on my plate. What's on your plate these days? Well, right now there's still lots of extra meetings, but it's it's uh, it's been a lot of fall planning stuff. Uh, so, so, you know, August 15th, I don't know, will this be out yet by August 15th? I don't know. If uh, this will come out. This will be out. What is August 15th? It's Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So this will come out Friday the 13th, I believe. Oh, so August 15th, if you're listening to this, 
we're going to have a bunch of tables set up in the commons that Sunday with uh, ministry opportunities. So uh, a bunch of ministries out there saying, hey, come help us. Uh, encourage you to, to check that out and pray about where the Lord would have you use your gifts. We need everyone to pitch in. Uh, so encourage you to do that. September 12th, we're going to have a fall preview day where we'll have a bunch of a bunch of different stuff set up again in the commons after the service. And that won't be so much sign up for ministry. It'll be, hey, here are all the things going on. Consider what the Lord would have you do to uh, grow as, as a disciple, uh, whether that's community of small groups or classes or um, Bible studies or whatever. Uh, so that'll be the 12th. That night, we'll have a self-specific quarterly strategy meeting. So that night or that afternoon, Dave? Well, we're still working on the details. Oh, Dave. It's, all right. All right. If it's going to be in the evening, what's it going to be like, Dave? Tell tell us. And then I'll I'll cast my vision for an afternoon QSM. Go ahead. Well, we have the same vision for that. So let's just hope it's in the afternoon and go with that. Preach. Put, pressure, put pressure on Peter to do it. Peter, if you're listening, feel pressured. I will send him a link to this with a timestamp. That's great. That's great. Yeah, I mean, I mean, our, our vision has been, you know, we worship together, we eat together, uh, we have, you know, stuff for the kids maybe to play or maybe even family stuff to do together for an hour, hour and a half. And then, you know, we have our meeting together. Um, and we recognize that at the end of all that stuff, you know, maybe maybe one member of the family has got to go home with the kids or something. So it can get to be a long day. But the desire would be to make this kind of quarterly thing. We do a real family time. So worship together eat together, hang out together, meet together. Um, yeah. Yeah. And God willing, uh, in the morning worship service to baptize a number of people. And then after we eat together, um, for those that are pursuing membership to vote them onto the membership roles. So you go from in the morning service, hearing their testimony right. to there in the early afternoon at our business meeting, voting them onto the roles. I love that. Trying to combine a number of things and really you know, seek to point out that baptism uh, is the normal Christian life mm -hmm. and uh, membership in a local church, whatever exactly that looks like, maybe not like Bethlehem does, but just in general, that that's part of the normal Christian life too. Amen. Yeah. One other thing to say is we, we do want testimonies to be a regular part of these things. So if you're listening to this and you or someone, you know, has a testimony of what God's done in your life, we'd love to hear from you. Our last one, Beth Davitt, Gave a testimony. It was really powerful. It was a uh, just encouraging way to start the meeting. And Peter and I have been talking. You know, it doesn't have to be um, some just you know super happy testimony all the time. It could be, man, life has been hard, and here's how God has sustained me. So we just we want our people to hear from our people about what God's doing to encourage us. So if you're listening and you you've got a testimony, you know someone, your small group or. Uh, you know, your Bible study or whatever that has a testimony, please reach out to me or Peter. And we would love to get you on the schedule to share that as well. Um, we're going to, we're going to have time for, you know, some questions and answers. I think we're going to try to build that into every South, every South time we have just to let our people ask us questions. I think that's important that we're always dialoguing with them. Um, and then, you know, there's going to be membership stuff to do kind of, there's going to be some normal QSM stuff to, to do together. And my prayer is just that we would, uh, that normal stuff, like you said, that the membership stuff, that that's a really uh, important privilege that we have as the body of Christ to 
affirm uh, one another's uh, membership in the kingdom of God. And then when, you know, when people go on to other places to be accountable for, Hey, who are they and why'd they go? Uh, that's, that's important too. Um, so just want to encourage people. Uh, th- these are, these are really, really important moments in the life of our church. We really want you to be there. Um, and then in the fall, like you said, there's just all sorts of, all sorts of stuff coming up. Uh, Wednesday nights, we're finalizing, you know, Truth on Fire is going to get started. That's kind of our two-year intensive. You're going to have homework. You're going to uh, you're going to come mainly for discussion, um, a little bit more intense in the Sunday school, kind of for those who really want to take a deeper dive for a couple of years into the Bible and into some of our distinctives. Sunday school classes are starting back up on Sunday mornings. There will be a couple for adults. Uh, some for, you know, there's going to be the normal children's ones. Is um, Nick still there? Is Nick in that room? Nick is there. Yeah, Nick, he's right there. That Nick, oh, two Sunday schools for adults. Is that is that what I understand? Uh, that is currently the plan. Oh, what would you do? Like, what do you think about three Sunday schools for adults? Like I concurrently, that, I think that three is more than two. Thanks for that feedback, Nick. Could you yep. try to be more quiet in the background, please? That would be helpful. What's crazy is math is not even Nick's thing. <laughs> Like it's actually a weakness, but he jumped right in there with the math. Hey, but isn't he a musician? I thought you had to be good at math for a musician. Only up to four, Nick says. He shouts in the background. <laughs> I'm on on this Zoom call. Nick's just like in the background doing stuff at his house, so I'm just giving him a little bit of little bit of grief. So That's right. hey, there's, so- there's going to be women's Bible studies. There's going to be uh, youth groups starting back up. You know, Nathan's working at trying to get some uh, missions trips and service projects going. Yeah. Um, Phil's yeah, God, God willing, next year, this time, uh, a group coming to Hawaii, visit yeah. those and help serve and do some VBS type things for some churches on the island. Yep. So there's, there, yeah, there's a lot. So really uh, want to encourage you to keep your eyes open. In, in the next week or so, um, actually, probably by the time you're listening to this, you probably just got it in your email from me this morning. Uh, we, we're going to try to have a one or two page kind of guide to at least all the main things going on so that you can have it kind of at a glance. Um, but then you'll be hearing from Daniel and Nick and Nathan and Holly and Phil and Joshua and everyone, and Sarah uh, with nursery, everyone about, you know, what's coming up uh, individually as well. So. Yeah, I'm excited too. We're talking about doing on Wednesday evenings um, a prayer, a service of prayer um, mm-hmm. about global partners and missions and seeking to highlight that and pray together as body. Um, so sharing a meal on Wednesdays will still be the norm, God willing. Yep. Truth on fire that Nick will be running, um, you know, mainly with some others as well. And then seeking to pray for the needs of our body and looking outward to the neighbors and the nations. Mm-hmm. Uh, just something that we're going to try to build in as the regular rhythm of life at Bethlehem on Wednesdays. And then I'm excited about Sunday school coming back to Sunday school. Is yeah. Like, yeah. Sweet thing. Be super happy when we have three classes going concurrently for adults. <laughs> be great. Um, so I think that covers pretty much Wednesdays and Sundays. Um, anything else about Wednesdays or Sundays that I'm just missing? I mean, service, uh, in the current setup, we'll start at 10.30, done about noon. 
they continue to go through the book of Acts um, really um, up until Christmas, if I remember correctly. And then yeah, yeah. Um, Acts, Acts will end. Um, we will end Acts the second week of Global Focus. So October. So it's October. We will then do a three-week uh, mini-series on our mission statement. Um, so we're going to hear from hear from Bruce about the supremacy of God in all things. Hear from David Livingston about the joy of all peoples, and then I'm going to preach on how that happens through Jesus Christ. Uh, so excited for that. You know, Bruce and David kind of embody the mission statement. So excited to hear from them. They've been around living it for a long time. And uh, and then I think Advent right now, the idea for Advent is, is the theme, uh, the light shines in the darkness. So kind of walking through the Bible and looking at the theme of light and how it points to Christ and his overcoming the darkness. So exciting. Yeah. That's great. Looking forward to that, man. John chapter one. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So maybe um, we talked about any other big special events coming up. There's the same weekend at the end of September. There is a Nancy Guthrie biblical theology workshop for women. Yeah. September 24th and 25th. Yep. That same weekend is the youth fall retreat. I believe yep. at Camp Victory. Nathan's running that. Um, so there's a bunch of stuff happening that weekend. Any other big things happening? Global focus is happening in October. Yep. Um, any, anything else that comes to mind for the next hundred days that's big that's happening? I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think so. Not that I can think of right now. Those are, yeah, those are really the, the couple big events. One of the, you know, one of the things you and I have talked about a lot is that we want our people to, you know, have community come worship, be finding ways to know their Bibles better and pray together. And then one of our burdens, though, is that uh, people would spend a lot of time not at church with their neighbors, uh, you know, that they'd spend time on in their community, too. So we're, we're, we're trying to, in, in a few different ways, streamline, you know, events and make what we do be really, really excellent and worthwhile on Sundays and Wednesdays. Um, and then if you can't make Wednesdays or Sundays for some reason for the Sunday school stuff there, you know, there's the, there's the men's and women's Bible study options as well. But man, besides Sundays and Wednesdays, our burden uh, is kind of like go love each other and love your neighbors. Uh, get out of the building. Don't spend seven days here. Let's go and reach our neighborhoods for the sake of Jesus. So you're going to probably see a lot a lot more over the next year or two years of us just going, how do we streamline this to do it really well, go really deep, um, and then get you out of here to go do what God calls us to do. Yeah. Amen. Equipping the saints for the work of the ministry. That's right. It's uh, our call and our burden. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. What are the elders and deacons up to these days, Dave? We've got an elder meeting, a South elder meeting coming. Obviously there's a, a lot of extra meetings uh, on the all level with a number of the uh, just considerations with the resignations downtown. Uh, but what what are uh, elders up to? What are deacons up to these days? Yeah, we have our deacons are great. Um, you know, they, they uh, they're the ones that are get often gathering information about needs that could be a repair that needs to be made financial needs. It could be someone moving. Um, it could be meals, uh, for someone that's had surgery or 
just had a baby um, or, you know, any of those things. And they, they, they are just really great. Uh, I'm just really grateful for our deacons. You know, Matt, Matt Klugertz is on now as our deacon of security and his, like the way the Lord's kind of brought his background to bear and his role is just super encouraging. So deacons are busy just attending to the practical needs that are, that are out there and, and they just do it really, really well grateful for them. I think Nick highlighted them in his sermon on Acts 6 a few months ago and pointed out some what they're doing. The elders are, I mean, we're just, I think that we're um, just more and more stepping into kind of the ownership of the South Campus as, you know, the, the place we really feel called to shepherd, like our flock. And so we're continually seeking to, you know, I mean, the, the elders South are really involved in even what I was just talking about, you know, how are we going to streamline and do ministry really, really well, and then equip our, our, our people for the work of ministry. Our elders are really involved in caring for their members. Um, and so we've, we've said, I think that you and I have talked about this before too, you know, we really, we really don't want to be a, uh, a conversational or just decision-making board. There, there's some of that to be done and we want to do that, but we really want to be what we'd call a working board so that most of our, most of our eldering doesn't happen like at the meeting, but that's a place to come together and get alignment and pray for each other and check in on each other and, uh, you know, put our heads together about any really tough decisions or tough cases. But then our guys are just doing a lot of their eldering outside of that, outside of that meeting. So, you know, they're meeting with people for coffee. They're, uh, they've all got different ministries they're doing. You know, Bruce is doing lots of teaching and um, Terry just does really extensive care uh, for people and visiting people and Phil's running men's ministry and Alan does some teaching and, and cares for lots of people, meets lots of people. You know, David's doing global outreach. Peter's the chair. So he's, he's always busy <laughs> with all sorts of things these days. Um, and so, so there's just, and, and then, you know, there's the staff guys who are, who are, uh, working on things. And then Bill's wiki, um, actually part of what he does is help with accountability for me and, um, let the elders know how I'm doing and cares for me and, uh, in his care group as well. So everyone, everyone just kind of has found their place and is, is working hard to care for each other and, and lead the church. So, um, I, I kind of like that the answer to that is kind of just, you know, they're just shepherding <laughs> with what's right in front of them. And it's, it's not necessarily a, a group of guys. that's always going, you know, what's seven years from now, you know, what, let's just talk about stuff. It's really guys that are on the ground trying to shepherd the people. So, and we do talk about that stuff, but it's just not the main, it's not the main focus. Amen. That's my perception too. We're doing a lot of shepherding work. Um, yeah, which I love that that's happening through even the guys that are not being paid by Bethlehem. Yeah. Um, just, you know, they're living and working and loving their families and loving this family of faith, too. Anything else you'd say about the next hundred days, Dave? Um, just an, an invitation to be all in, uh, you know, when, when, uh, you are here with us to serve and to be served and to uh, live out the gospel with this family. So just want to encourage people, you know, find, find a way to serve, find a community of people that know you 
and that you know, and then go deep in the word and prayer and all those different things. Um, and then, and then open your eyes. You know, one, one of the things that we uh, started doing this last, uh, maybe spring, uh, was just doing prayer walks through our neighborhood. We just could kind of learn the names of our neighbors and as, as we walk, pray for them and just feel like the Lord's uh, granted fruit. Uh, lots of conversations, lots of ministry opportunities. So open your eyes and love your neighbors uh, while there's while there's sun left. <laughs> at the end of November, at the end of this 100 days we're talking about, those garages will close and the furnaces will come on full swing and you won't see anyone for four or five months. So get to them now and then shovel their driveways this winter. Amen. Or snowblow it if you have a snowblower. Yes. Yes, amen. Or leaf blower for that mm-hmm. light. That's, That's good. good. Dave, thanks for joining me from uh, a quarter of a world away. See you, bro.